I do think I have this personal pet peeve with Taylor because of the way she says the word got. Got. I don't know if a singing coach told her you need to say like got or something. Oh. She says got. And when you hear it, you yes, can't unhear it. Your no, yes, I got your letter. Yes, I do. She was talking to Joe too much. She does love a London boy. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Gumption. I'm your host, Lil, and it has been one month exactly since I saw Miss Taylor Allison Swift, queen, mother, blondie, if you will, live in Pittsburgh. I am not the first person to say this, and I am sure that I will not be the last, but seeing an artist who I have idolized and loved her music since I was six years old, was truly a life-changing experience. Plus, this woman puts on a show like I have never seen, and I think I'm qualified to say this because I have been to a lot of concerts. I always tell people that if I had one way to quickly burn my money, it would be buying concert tickets, but I just love the experience of live music. I always have, and I've seen so many artists live. Some have been way better than expected. Some have been really disappointing, So I think going into this concert, knowing she was going to be good, but not knowing how good she was going to be was a little nerve wracking. I was like, I love these songs. These eras have taken me through my childhood and my adolescent years and now my adult life. So I just had really high expectations. And I think everyone who's seen her will agree that the expectations were not only met, but they were exceeded. I know you may be wondering why such a long gap in releasing this episode. Like, why not just really record it while those feelings were fresh right after the concert? And here's what I will say about that. I think I underestimated the amount of time that I would need to, like, emotionally recover from this experience. And Morgan and I both agreed in our little debrief session that we did to kind of recap the concert and give some advice on how we think to have the best experience there. We were tired. (laughs) Like, we were so exhausted. It was a very long night. And the next day, we kind of just went nonstop doing some Taylor Swift-themed activities, too. So we really never had a chance to rest. And then to top it all off, we both drove back to Cleveland from Pittsburgh the following night. So really just like never allowed ourselves to process the experience at all or even chill out for a little bit. And I'm so thankful for it because it was truly a blast. Secondly, the reason this episode is coming late is because we recorded two and a half hours worth of stuff. Now, just to give you guys a little bit of pre-op, you know, insight into how gumption functions. I typically will do like a 40 minute to one hour interview with people I'm having on the podcast. When I'm doing a solo episode, I might record like an hour or an hour and 15 minutes and then just cut that down based on what's the most interesting and what fits with the topic the best. But we really just went off on some tangents. We had so much material. I tried to edit some of it on vacation and I was like, how did we talk this long? But 
that should just show you how passionate we are about Taylor freaking Swift. So let's get right into this episode. You're going to hear all about our most anticipated songs, the ones we really wanted to hear as surprise songs, and also just set list ones that we thought would be interesting. We go into some critiques of songs that we don't love by her and why, which I think is definitely a perspective you don't always hear. I feel like everything she does is praised and worshipped by all the Swifties, which is rightly so because everyone does have their own favorites. But for us, we were like, no, we need to acknowledge that these lyrics are cringe and that's okay. And finally, we talk about the do's and don'ts of the concert experience for the Eras Tour specifically, what things made us have a really great time. And I feel like nothing went wrong for us. Like we had a truly seamless night and experience. So you should listen to us because we did something right. And hopefully that'll help you have the best experience ever if you're still going to the Eras Tour or if you've already gone. It's kind of interesting to compare like how it's different in different cities. So here we go. How's that? (laughs) You want to go? Oh, (laughs) good. Okay. I feel like that's fine. So I don't really have anything like in mind. I just think we should kind of... Oh, I have something. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well. <laughs> let's oh, me, pick me. <laughs> pick me. Okay. I'm not. <laughs> okay. It's because I've been watching the Catherine. <laughs> so good. The Catherine. How do you say her last name? Heigl? I think Ellen so. Pompeii. Catherine Heigl? I don't know. I don't know, but they did a great, they did the actors on the actress thing together. Mm. So, pick me. Choose me. Love, Love me. me. Anywho, we should hear what we think the surprise song I think we should. Yeah, we definitely... We can do that, and then we should do the thing about the surprise. All right, I'm going to pull up all the surprise songs left. Now, I hope this playlist is updated, because... Yeah, I was looking at one today, and it wasn't. Okay. So this one is called Eras Tour Potential Surprise Songs Left, and there's 99 songs on here. <laughs> so, I'm trying to think, like... If there's ones I've heard that she's played. Been listening to a lot of Adele? No, it's sorted by alphabetical. (laughs) I do love Adele. I have no issue with it. But that's hilarious. Yeah, it's sorted by... I was like, god damn. Well, it's sorted by alphabet and by, like, it puts the numbers at the top, so all her albums are, like, 21, 25, 30. Oh, see, mine's listed... Ed Sheeran. 18. The first song that comes on when you get in the car. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I'm glad that's a universal experience. Like, it's not just me. Okay. So, I feel like this is updated. Yeah. I don't know. I I already already know. I have what I want it to be, and I... I think we should... Yeah. I think we should say what we want it to be, and then what we think it's going to be. Okay. What I would love for it to be is... A debut song. <laughs> a debut song. <laughs> the hesitation in your voice. <laughs> a debut song, please. I would love to hear specifically which one. Do you have one that you would really like? If I would she honestly played, be like, oh. okay with any of the songs, but I would prefer "I'm Only Me When I'm With You." I love that song. It's so cute. A place in this world. Even though that was ranked like last on Rolling Stone's Taylor Swift songs, but it's wow. it's a cute little song. The fun. outside tied together with a smile. Wait, did she play one, or did she play it invisible? I think she played invisible or Mary's song. If she played Mary's song, oh my god, or picture to burn, picture to burn, dude, or stay beautiful. Oh. I think I need every single one. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just I, picture to burn is so good that 
I feel like would be a fun surprise song. But I will say, I do think the songs she's been playing as surprise songs have been more sad. And even if it's like a fun song, she's like made it sad by doing it acoustic or piano. Oh, maybe Picture to Burn will be sad. Like, just, just another, another picture to burn. <laughs> I guess now's probably the best time to warn you guys that there are lots of moments like this throughout the episode where we start singing. And it is equally funny and embarrassing, so please enjoy me putting myself out there like this. <laughs> Why does my hat keep doing that? Um, <laughs> guys, I'm wearing my pink cowboy hat that I'm wearing to the concert tomorrow, so I'm trying to get in the mm-hmm. in the spirit. But okay, so that's your that's your like ideal first surprise song. What would your ideal second choice be? Second surprise song I would love to hear. Let me look at this. I would love to hear... Do you want me to, like, scroll through the albums? Or? Okay, I'm thinking... I love Come In With The Rain. It's just such That's a... such game. a good song. It's just, like, such... It's giving such high school relationship vibes, and it's just, like... Or yeah. the way I loved you. I oh thought, my you, God, I thought yeah. she played that, but see, I, that's what I'm saying. I don't feel like this is up there, but it's almost mm. fine. Maybe we're just fake fans. <laughs> Maybe wait. Let me just do a little quick, quick googly search and just that's the way see if anyone has posted about the. Wait. Oh, I'm already connected to your Wi-Fi. Ooh, Whatever. Probably from. <laughs> probably from the last time we did the podcast. Okay. Surprise songs. The left. Let's use that. Let's surprise songs are left. Why is it See, eyes open is stuck in my head, and I don't want to hear that. <laughs> okay, set list. After oh. Detroit. Okay, wait. We'll go to the surprise oh. songs list. So oh, this is all the ones she's played. Well, so what's far. the date on the article? It's updated. I've read this one. Oh. <laughs> updated like weekly. It, it was updated six ten. Oh, perfect. So I think that's up to date. Okay, well. She Can they put the, the list after? You're not sorry, girl. Oh, it's so good. A place oh, she... in this world she played. Oh, why is a fairy tale? Oh, love that song. Cold as you would have. That would have been my pick if I could have done oh. any debut song. So oh, good. Other side of the door is one of my favorite songs on Fearless. Konya and us. I mean, good song, but I didn't know until two days ago. Well, I wouldn't admit that. <laughs> Yeah, don't come for me. Don't come for me. I like that you're just singing. Oh, I love it. I bet you think about me. I did a really great karaoke rendition of that song. Mm -hmm. I love how you get the girl. Me too. Okay, as if we're not. That's the line. So good. Okay. Teardrops. 15. Oh, what have, could have, should have. She could play that again. I know she could. I don't, okay, I don't want her like, to play a song she already played. Sorry. Is she I want to feel special. Well, right. right. That's what I'm saying. Is she, has she been repeating Midnight songs? Okay, the only song that she's repeated so far was Clean, because she messed it up. That's what I thought. I hate to say it like this, but if Maybe the last shows? I was thinking, honestly, when she goes abroad. Oh my freaking God, we're so far up. The best day on oh. Mother's Day, mm-hmm. I saw that she well, did that. Okay, that's why I think on, that's why I can't take complete credit for this. I've seen other people say this, but on night two, she's going to play Never Grow Up. Why? Because it is more like Father's Day themed. Oh. But if I heard Never Grow Up live, I would, I would burst I, I don't. I can't listen to that song. Like, it makes me so sad. It's, no, it is really sad. I think he knows. God damn it. Red. I can't believe Red isn't in the set list. I, that's what I. Why did she pick? 22. Over red. Or Even, I knew you were trouble. That's what I was gonna say. I'm okay with 22. Is, is it's great. It's like, woo, you know. 
22. We interrupt this broadcast with a rare, never heard before clip of Morgan and I experiencing Red Taylor's version for the first time together when we were the only two 22 year olds in our house and dancing our butts off to 22. Here goes nothing. <laughs> and for the record, no, I do not know what I was screeching either. Back to it. Getaway car, okay, maroon. Holy ground. I'm glad you honestly I'm glad you played Holy Ground because that song is just like Holy Ground like, like okay. Was, <laughs> <laughs> okay, you can't wear the cowboy hat and this is song. That is a knee <laughs> The Holy Ground. You know, it's like when that one comes up, you're like, How was <laughs> I was Oh, False God is so, so good. good. Welcome to New York. Bye. I hate that song. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, 1989 stands. I hate that song. Clean is so good. <laughs> I'm like, I wish you would. Though. I wish you would so good. I wish you would come back. Wish I've never had the phone like I did. I wish you knew that. I'll never forget you as long as I Oh, she played the lakes already. Oh, you. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that was a tough one to lose. I really, really like that song. That's. I thought you were like flinching at something. No, it's so good. It's like such a writery song. That's why so I've gotten into like, it recently. Sometimes I'm like, what is she talking about? <laughs> I can't believe she played I Don't Want to Live Forever. That okay. surprises me so much. She should have gotten Zane up on that stuff. That would have been crazy. <laughs> I feel like it's they're not on good terms because she's friends with Gigi Hadid and they're like not together anymore. Yeah, but they, I mean, who knows how they go. They do have a child, so maybe they... Okay, okay, hot, hot, hot topic here. How do you feel about Hits Different? Okay. It's different. So I have a few thoughts. Overall, really like the song. I've been listening to it on repeat for mm-hmm. like several weeks. Mm-hmm. But I do feel like the fans kind of bullied her into releasing it. Okay, but if she doesn't release You're Losing Me. Why do I not know that? Ow, I feel like such a fake fan right now. Wait, that's so it's, embarrassing. Okay, it's the one when she was in New Jersey. Oh, oh, that is on the CDs. Yes. And yes. It's on TikTok everywhere. And it's supposed to be like kind of like. I go listened, with Cornelia Street. Yes. I, I sent oh, it to you. Wait, yes. No, I knew that. I was like trying to think it's like, okay, wait, did okay. it leak? But it was because it was on the CDs and then I heard it but from like, the TikTok. Why would I, like, I don't, okay, sorry, hot take. I hate when she does that. No, she like really is trying to single-handedly keep CDs in rotation. Right, it's like, like girl, girl, care about the You are making so much money, nobody <laughs> is listening to CDs. Also like, okay. The last CD I listened to was probably 1989 with the Polaroids in it. <laughs> But honestly, I thought it's different. I was going to like it more based off what I heard on TikTok. And then it came out and I was like, it's good. I think it's, it's not going to, it's no, it's not a pop, it's not a 1989 pop hit. No, it's not. It's, it's more like a little cheeky, like, you know, like I'm, you know, 33 now, but I'm getting over like a weird situationship. <laughs> there's parts of it I like, but then there's other parts when she's like, I slur your name till someone puts me in a car. I'm like, oh, Taylor, that's embarrassing why would you write that in the song it's like i can just picture her like being dragged into a car i'm like oh that is a bad look for you girl yeah it's like you know what i mean like you don't have to do that also i like the chorus but i think it's her trying to be gen z relatable and it's like girl be your millennial it's different it's like you never heard that saying until your fans on tiktok i do like the song and i have listened to it a lot but she wanted to just throw us a bone so she was like here's this track I love her, but when she says shit like, I don't know if you'll know this, it's kind of new. Shut like, up. of course we know it. We know it less than 24 hours after it has come and out. she's chronically online. People say Swifties are crazy. She's crazy for her Swifties. Yeah. 
Mm. Could live or die without hearing that one. All you have to do is stay? I feel like acoustic, it wouldn't be as good. All you have to do was stay. Because it has all those fun, like, stay, like, in the background, you know? Stay. Stay, stay, stay. Okay, wait, that's the last one, though. Breathe is the last one. I'm not even going to try to sing that one. I will butcher it. I've been loving you for quite some time. Wait, I love when she's like... Stay, 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 not breathe. Yeah, I know. Why did you oh, sing that? Oh, I said breathe because... Oh, because stay. Oh, I just... Oh. Yeah, <laughs> I like stay, stay, stay because uh, the line where she's like, you came in wearing a football helmet. I'm like, <laughs> so yeah. Said, okay, let's talk. <laughs> and then I say it. It's like, girl, you, do you want to be pop or not? <laughs> now, listen, I'm, I'm a debut stand, so like... I'm... Okay, so I'm going to go with my... <laughs> I'm gonna go with my. What was the question? <laughs> what what surprise songs do we want to hear? Then we're gonna have to say what we think she's gonna play. All right, you're right. Okay, all right. So, no hate to debut, but it wouldn't be the first album I pick for a surprise song. I think that's tough. Is it the Eras tour? Is it the Eras tour? <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. From what's left on Fearless. I'm not gonna say Fearless either. The way I loved you could or tell me why I love both of those songs, but still. You know what I'm about to say. I want her to play Dear John so bad. Or Back to December would be amazing. Oh, that'd be... And also, someone said that because... I don't know if you guys know this, but... (laughs) (laughs) Action movie star, Twilight star, Taylor Lautner filmed a movie in Pittsburgh called Abduction. It's not good. But it was filmed here. (laughs) And it's at Pansy Park. And I think... I, I saw the movie one time. It's not great. But, you know, she could be like, this is my... Like, you know she's dramatic. Yeah, she's my ex-boyfriend's like... He filmed a movie here. He filmed... Like, he, like, was doing work here once, and he texted me, and it made me think, I wish I could go back to December. No, she would say some (laughs) shit like that. And I love that about her. Because it just validates me in all of my moments where I'm, like, thinking about something that happened seven years ago for two months, and I'm like... Taylor Swift would write a song about that. She would write a, an album about that. And little old me, like, who am I to say I'm crazy or anything? Like, Oh, you're not crazy. Thank you. I really, I love Better Than Revenge, but I don't think she'll play it as a surprise song. Mm-hmm. Off Speak Now, I would also love to hear Innocent. Really? I love that song because it's just so comforting. I don't know. Uh, what is that about? It's not quiet. Oh my god, wait, what? Yeah, it's about her being like, that's why she says you're 32 and you're still growing up now. Wait, it's about, co- wait, you're about to ruin this song. <laughs> I know, I, it was like, I know that's what I know. I thought it was her saying like, you still? Like, no matter like what you do, like you could still be like your inner, t- well that's what she's saying is that. But it's about him. She's forgiving him for coming up on stage. Oh. That's so sad. And still growing up now. But what's funny is now she's 33. I know. And Kanye's out of control. Yes. Sad. It's actually it sad. Is, it is very sad. I just thought that song was about, like, an well, affectionate, like, you oh, know, yeah, like, we're we'll giving it, advice, you take know? Take it like, however you want to take it. I'm just letting you yeah, know. That's so sad. Okay, well, <laughs> all right, so I guess I would pretty much die if she played New Year's Day because oh I love that song and it makes me think of Murphy <gasps> oh. and it's just so cute like it's just so the imagery is so specific i guess i'm like breaking my own rule like i'm not even answering the question i'm just like off every album i would love to hear obviously yeah it's it's hard okay so now we're gonna we're gonna shake it up a little bit we're gonna do 
rapid fire. Well, I thought we were gonna. I thought we were gonna say what we think it's gonna be. Okay. Well, let's. <laughs> we could do that first. We could do that first. I just want to catch you off guard. So. Oh. Okay. 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 Well, all I was gonna say is I think it's gonna be the story of us based on that TikTok. And I think she is gonna play at least one song from Speak Now because we're getting close. Like getting it's a couple close. weeks here. You know. I think she's gonna lean in a little country. Did she sing Cowboy Like Me? I love Cowboy Like Me. Unpopular opinion. I hate that song. <gasps> oh my god. Really? <laughs> I hate that song. It's like the only song of Evermore I don't like. Oh my god. Oh wow. She really has not played a lot from Evermore though. Actually, no, that's a lot. She totally has. Me. But like, there's a lot on here. If she played Right Where You Left Me, it's just such... I just think she's going to save that for a big city. Yeah. I'm sorry. I love Pittsburgh and it's my favorite city, but... <laughs> <laughs> she's not gonna do it <laughs> she, she doesn't care about pittsburgh <laughs> what's in her home state philly is her hometown show i'm like bitch you're not from philly i get it she's it's... From scranton like, i mean like what am i who am i yeah. <laughs> who am i to judge <laughs> all righty the other thing i saw i, I think she's gonna do story of us and then i saw a thing that said she was gonna sing seven for the first time but i think oh. instead of I don't think she would, like, sing Seven and do it as a poem. I think what she would do is kind of, like, how she added nothing new, where, like, she'd still have the dancers and stuff come out, but she would still sing. Yeah. Instead of doing a poem. Which I would, like, probably melt into a puddle. That would be really If she sang really Seven. Cool. But then that would mean we still got two surprise songs. So, and then I think it'd be Story of Us and I think a debut song. I think those were what she would do. But then Night Two, I, t- I think it'd be Never Grow Up. Huh. So people keep saying it because Pittsburgh is the city of bridges, she'll do a song with a big bridge. As it turns out, these were pretty solid predictions because Taylor Swift did in fact play The Story of Us and Seven, the second night of her shows in Pittsburgh. So we were correct, just not for the correct night. We received Mr. Perfectly Fine from Fearless, which I was extremely happy about, and The Last Time from Red. Here's our post-concert reflections on the surprise songs that we were able to hear. I would like to just make it known that... I know what you're... I literally know what you're... I did know that it was the last time. And I psyched myself out. And I immediately started singing. And I was like, oh my god, it's the last time. And then I was like, wait. Maybe it's (laughs) not the last time. And then I was like, I love this song. It's the last time. Well, and that's funny because I like, I knew the chorus of that song, but I, I wasn't super familiar with the very first verse. So Morgan was like, is it the last time? I'm like, I I actually don't know. It was hard to tell with just the piano before she started singing. She also didn't say, yeah, she said nothing. Yeah. She actually just walked over to the piano and was like, I'm like, okay. And I've never heard that song without Snow Patrol. So I was like kind of thrown off. And yeah. Lily got a fearless track. So honestly, like we really, we really lucked out. Not only a fearless track, one of the best vault tracks, in my opinion. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I could feel that. I there was a lot of fear when she said that. I'm gonna be <laughs> honest. I was like, holy crap, we're gonna get, we're gonna get a. I, I you know what? I'm not gonna say. <laughs> what were you gonna say? I'm curious. Song. <laughs> we're gonna get the kind of song everyone's like. That's fine. I wasn't there for that, but. Not that it matters, but people were really hyping up Pittsburgh surprise songs over the weekend, which I agree all four were great. Yeah, I, I am like, I love the story of us and Seven. I mean, we know, we know Morgan loves Seven. Like we we had a moment the following night, we were hanging out with friends, having honestly a great time drinking wine, like having a little charcuterie board sitting on my deck. 
And when the songs came out of what she played, Morgan was like, I actually need to go inside. Like, I actually need a minute. To be fair, I understood, okay, like, it was the 17th. I get it. I think for me, I was just like, I was, I was literally almost there. Like, yeah, it was, it was not like I really had a preference on which night I went to. At the end of the day, though, I'm like, just excited she played it in Pittsburgh. And yeah, it shows that like, she cares about delivering for Pittsburgh. I am glad I got to see the last time because on red I don't feel like people were always like I love the last time I yeah I mean I'll agree with that I don't think the last time is really on like any of my playlists which is how I judge I have my favorite songs by her and I put them like into different playlists before it's just not one that was in my regular rotation but yeah when she started talking when she was like yeah you know I own my own work like everyone was very excited and then she started talking about fearless and I was just like what is she gonna play like and then she's like this has never been performed before right that, that was, was crazy, crazy she said. i hope you guys have enjoyed our banter thus far and i know we pretty much have just gone through every single album and made commentary about each and every song but this is where it gets really good because i start to lay into taylor swift about the songs that i don't like and that i hope to god she will not play and in addition to that some lyrics that we find extremely cringe. I will jump off a cliff if she sings these as the surprise songs. Okay, okay. number one, any of that shit from Hunger Games. Oh. If she sings either of those, isn't it like safe and sound with you, eyes open? You want to hear them? No. Oh, that's what I was saying. I don't like those songs no, so much. Don't I mean, like those songs. They're don't want to hear them. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like, no, Taylor. <laughs> if she sings Glitch, I don't I like- I love Glitch. Literally. <laughs> We were supposed to be just friends. I like it, but I feel like it wouldn't make a good surprise song because no. it has all the techno. No, it wouldn't. So goodbye, goodbye, goodbye. I actually, I'm coming around to closure. I don't hate that song anymore, but be for real, <laughs> <laughs> Lily. I that is my least favorite song on Evermore. How could we? Oh, have I like me is my least favorite. Song. I don't understand. Yeah. I don't okay. understand that we have such opposite yeah. tastes. <laughs> So I really like this line. I'm fine with my spite and my tears and my beers and my candles. That just speaks to my soul. I, I just, I don't like the, yes, I got your letter. Like, yeah, that part's annoying. I do like some of the message of the song. And when she says, you know, staying friends would iron it out so nice. Ooh. Guilty, guilty, reaching across the sea that you put like, Damn. If, okay, honestly, like maybe if I literally just the beginning, that's I I get it's that. overstimulation. I'm, the first time I heard it, I literally thought something was going wrong with my phone. <laughs> <laughs> Are my AirPods plugged in? No, I do think I have this personal pet peeve with Taylor because of the way she says the word "got." Got. She says "got," and when you hear it, you yes, can't unhear I got it. You let her. No, literally. It's like <laughs> she was talking to Joe too much. She does love a London boy. It's like every time she says the word got, I don't know if like a singing coach told her like you need to say like got or something, but she's like got. It just bothers me. I don't know. (laughs) I think this is a great segue because I really want to talk about excruciating lyrics of hers because (laughs) I do think that she has some lyrics that are really bad and I have one, but you can go first. No, you go first. Okay. So we'll be the same. So... In red, the line I really hate in that song is trying to solve a crossword and realizing there's no right answer. You don't like that's in red. You don't like that line. 
I feel like she has these amazing metaphors. She's like driving a new Maserati down a dead end street. <laughs> then there's like another one. And then she's like trying to solve a crossword. It's like Taylor. Okay. That's not, that doesn't it equate. Feels, it feels easy. I get what you're saying. That line just like makes me laugh because that song is so good and it goes so hard. And then she's like, so good. I'm solving my crossword and I can't get the answer. It's like, <laughs> she, you know, she was like, what should I put in this? I need one for this line. Yeah. And she's like, oh, I'm doing a crossword. <laughs> like, girl. All right. I have one. Okay. I have a couple. Okay. A. <laughs> Exhibit A. Exhibit A. In the song Gorgeous, which I find such a little bop. When she's talking about how much she wants to go home with this man because he's so hot, then she says, I'll just go home to my cats. Alone. Alone. (laughs) You can take that a couple ways. I'll start there. (laughs) Never thought deeply into this before. I've never thought that deeply into it until right now. The line just takes me so out of the song. I'm so into the song, I'm having such a good time, and then I'm, like, cringing. <laughs> yes. A, yes. I don't like cats. Like, I don't like cats either. I hate cats. And it's like, too. I have another one, though. And Willow. I really like that song. When she says, I come back stronger than a 90s trend, it pulls me out of the song again. It feels I, so Gen Z. Yes. I feel like she tries to throw in Gen Z lines in there. I mean, we were just saying this about Hits Different. The whole song is kind of like that. It is awkward it's willow I'm so like, like ethereal yes and i'm like this is so mystical we're talking about waves and boats and and then she's like nanny's trend i'm like you mean like the grunge era well yeah it's <laughs> almost like the song is from another time and then she throws that in and it just brings you back did you ever read it ends with us i have not for people who have read that book it's literally like when the girl sorry this is a spoiler she's writing to ellen oh, i thought you were gonna say she's no, like, she's writing letters to Ellen DeGeneres. I literally almost had to stop reading the book. Make up a celebrity name. Yeah, you're <laughs> like, why is she why? writing to Ellen? I, there's only so many times you can read, like, Dear Ellen. And she kept, she would write, like, Just Keep Swimming. Girl. Not the Dory direct quote. Come on. <laughs> well, a whole song that's a cringe. An entire song that is one giant cringes girl at home. Don't, Don't look at me, you got a girl at home and everybody knows that. It literally feels like she's in the club. Don't look at me. <laughs> While she's on top of the stage, she's like, Don't look at me. We know you're an attention whore. Like, at least just be like, Don't flirt with me. You have a girl at home. Like, she's gonna, he's she's gonna look like, at you anyway. Oh, 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 I know. <laughs> I was actually listening to this in the car and I was thinking this exact thing. I was like, It's not the lyric, it's like the delivery of it. She goes, Bass beat rattling the ship. <laughs> and then I like the next one. She's like, feeling so, so gats me for that. But it's, she's like, rattling. I'm like, who told you to say <laughs> No one. No one. No one is telling her. You know it's just her being like, I'm going to be quirky. <laughs> you know what? That reminds me of Rattling Bug. Whoa, the Rattling Bug. Walk down in the valley Endgame is another example of a very, like, trying to appeal to another generation. Okay, but I did listen to Endgame today. I like it. And honestly, I was singing along. You know what? That song takes me out. When Ed Sheeran starts, I'm like, whoa, 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 Murphy just about spit out his drink when we were talking about Taylor Swift the other day because I was listening to Reputation and I just had the songs coming out on shuffle. He was like... Future is on a Taylor Swift song. I was like, and Ed Sheeran. <laughs> Why did she put 
put those two people together on a song. Okay, guys, it is finally time. This is the moment you have all been waiting for. Just as Miss Taylor Swift does with the chandelier in This Is Why We Can't Have Nice Things, we are about to rattle off, and I'm aware how cringe that was. I don't care. We're about to rattle off some of our advice to have the absolute best experience at the concert. So for those of you who are maybe going for a second time or haven't ever gone to the Eras tour, especially if you're going internationally because she has just recently announced all of her international tour dates, this part is for you. Listen up and we will really just give you the lowdown on our experience and some of the most heartwarming parts of the tour. Something I didn't expect rather than something I didn't know going in, but as someone who had never seen Taylor Swift live ever, I was like very emotional. Like I did not expect to be as emotional as I was because I literally cried during the third song that she played, like, and then probably six more times throughout the night. I cried during anti-hero. I don't know if I told you that or you saw that. I saw it. I was like, I'm going to let her do whatever she has to do. <laughs> it was I, like you know. so random because that song's not even sad. It's very upbeat. So not sure yeah. what was happening there. Okay. The third song was The Man. I don't think you cried during <laughs> I meant lover, so maybe I guess it was the fourth song. Can you imagine? It was like, I know for a fact the man is the third song. And I was like, not that that song didn't hit perfectly, but like, I was like, I don't think she cried. But no, I, I totally think it's fair. I don't think, I think it's hard to understand like how emotional it is to see like an artist that you have loved and like, really enjoy their music and it's not just like she has one album that we really like her entire work is literally 10 albums 17 years of music that you're just obsessed with and everyone in that stadium is obsessed with yeah it's way totally. more emotional than you like think it will be so i think too like especially starting off i love that she started with lover because i feel like that was really cool but then yeah. going into fearless like that was formerly my favorite album and era and i had the fearless cd in my car for probably six years <laughs> I, as long as i had that car i had the cd in my car and i would literally listen to it driving home from places on my way to school every day i probably listened to that cd at least mm -hmm. one song had it to the point where I memorized what order they were in on the track list. Like um, I gotta I think, go to track four. Yeah, exactly. I need the sad song right now. <laughs> uh, I didn't realize that I'm gonna cry when she started playing Fearless because yeah, that just that song speaks to me. I would say like have have a game plan. I had an original plan for parking and stuff, but I don't know. You just have to be strategic. But I guess that's hard to say because what if you're going to a city that you're not you're not from? I feel like it would be nearly impossible to go see her in a city you're not from. Obviously, there are people there who weren't from. Yeah. Or I guess I just, like yeah. without someone that was from the city, it would be really hard to know where to park or where to eat or how far things were. I just think that would be so difficult. Yeah, I definitely agree. I think that would be really hard, but I mean, it's worth it. Be prepared for your body to have a physical and emotional response, bring tissues, have a plan, not to be like, we're better than everyone else, but I actually feel like our plan worked so well. Like we <laughs> ran into no obstacles. I know. And, and honestly, we really lucked out with the parking thing because I had a free parking pass. I don't know how other cities are. Obviously, I know that the casino 
is right there. So I was like, it will be easy. And like, you're not fighting people for the bathrooms and you don't have to go to a gross bar bathroom or something. If we would have went to like the North shore before, but yeah, our plan, I think it worked. I feel like Pittsburgh, as far as big cities go, is like kind of on par with Cleveland as far as like how expensive things are. So if it, you know, if we have like $120 event parking in Pittsburgh, what is it going to be somewhere else? Like, I feel like it'd be way more, but also it's right. like, how, how much can they charge? How really, how much can you charge for parking? It's crazy. I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I think your best option would be to get dropped off, but I, that's also hard because if you're traveling, you can't get dropped off. Yeah. Cause <sighs> no one is going to be able to, that's so true. And Ubers <laughs> just forget about it. Don't even, Literally, don't even bother. I don't with know how you Uber. Yeah. Your best bet is, sit in the stadium (laughs) until they kick you out literally we actually we pretty much did that I feel like we were some of the last people out of there we watched the whole floor get up and migrate out right our whole section and we were just hanging with these women who were sitting behind us and then decided to head out but I think that was nice because you know at least for me in those boots if I was standing around that whole time I wouldn't have made it I don't think yeah I mean I guess if I had advice I'd say wear comfortable shoes but you kind of proved that wrong you proved me wrong I would say because I was like I don't know how she's still doing this I wish I could make a chart maybe I can make like a graphic of this but like one axis would be like shoe comfort level and the other (laughs) axis would be like how insane are you because if you're like me and you are insane then you might be able to get away with wearing uncomfortable shoes. But if you are a normal person, you probably won't. So Right. Like I was like, I have to wear sneakers. I get it though. (laughs) Because when I was running to the bathroom, I, our section wasn't even steep. Like the stairs were pretty. Yeah. What is the word? Yeah. I mean, I guess though, like (laughs) they weren't steep. I don't know the right word. I don't, I don't know because what's the other (laughs) I don't know I don't know what the other word is (laughs) I actually don't know either but anyway the stairs were pretty unsteep but when I was running up them to go to the bathroom my thigh my quads were like burning I was like oh my god why did I wear these shoes I just thought of something another piece of advice so originally we talked about going to the bathroom during all too well if we had to and I will say I didn't have to go to the bathroom during the concert, probably because I went wow. four times. Like, I, okay, Lily, but I went to the bathroom so many times. <laughs> I literally, I think at one point I turned to you and I was like, I'm actually concerned because I've had to pee so many times. Well, to but be then fair, I we had drinks and we had water at the restaurant. Had that bucket. Yeah. And then we got more water, which that sidebar off of your advice my advice is definitely whether or not you are old enough to consume alcoholic beverages and even if you are if you're drinking or not definitely get a water they may be like 25 dollars, but it's totally worth it because you're gonna be screaming your lungs out and that's not the same screaming yeah screaming (laughs) you're screaming (laughs) yeah you're gonna be screaming. screaming if you don't have a water like it's just gonna feel like death and even if that means you have to go pee in the show yeah but anyway back to Morgan back to what you No, what saying. I was gonna say is I think I mean I guess it depends on how big of a I knew you were trouble fan you are but I think we were on the same page that like I did not need to hear that song it yeah, honestly I... 
it didn't slap that hard like truly 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 i was like okay blank space even shake it off i was like this is going so hard but i knew you were trouble i was like i'm okay i'm good i think you made a good choice i'm really glad that i decided to go then because i didn't think she would play that i was here for it for 22 like i'm like we're 23 now whatever but i i was enjoying age anymore but right right i was enjoying 22 i enjoyed we're never getting back together because that was actually really really cute yeah that was fun but then i knew your trouble come came on and i was like "Mm, okay well do i really want to miss this all too well 10 minute version no so actually we were located pretty close to the bathrooms but i ran up there there was no line there were like two other girls in there with me and then i ran back and i made it back for all too well so yeah that was impressive and that song i honestly was like i originally thought i would be able to miss some of it if i did have to go to the bathroom and i get it hypothetically i would not have enjoyed to miss that like i would not have wanted to miss that song I think that was one of the loudest moments of the entire concert. Like the part where she said patriarchy, I heard people yell really loud. And also, oh, you kept me like a secret. I kept you like an oath. I love it. People were like literally just releasing their trauma out into right. the universe. People, like, I mean, I didn't cry during that. But to be fair, like I don't ever really cry during all too well. For me, since we know it's about Jake Gyllenhaal, like it takes some of the relatability out of it because I'm like, okay, this is yeah. a very specific experience. Not that it makes it a worse song because I love the song, but yeah. I'm picturing the music video. I'm picturing like Jake Gyllenhaal and I'm just, well, this doesn't really <laughs> pertain to me, but I do like some verses in that song and I love the 10 minute version, but I'm a huge believer that the last two minutes of the song were totally unnecessary she just wanted to make it 10 minutes oh no i love the end of the song okay but but to be fair before she re-released red all too well wasn't that important to me and i hate to say it like that like i just didn't i like the song but like i was like i get it but i feel like the 10 minute version i'm like okay i really do this except for the line when we were talking about lines that take us out of songs when she said the patriarchy it takes me out because oh, I'm it, like, it takes me out too. I completely agree. It was super fun to sing that song, but I was like, I'm not that sad. Yeah, and I was living for the girl next to us who was wearing the patriarchy shirt. I was like, we know she was waiting for this line. <laughs> Literally, I, was, I, I would say, if you have the least favorite between 22, we are never ever getting back together. And I knew you were trouble. That's what to miss. It was a good midpoint too, because I mm-hmm. feel like all the 1989 songs were bangers um yeah you can't miss style you can't miss blank space and what was the other did she do wildest dreams i can't remember no yes no i should shake it off is that on 1989 wait 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 wait. wait why did i forget what album that was on for a second i I don't know that was a little scary (laughs) we were hating on shake it off before the show and then we were being such haters and then literally morgan you probably looked over at me during that and i was like fully shimmying i was like she does do wildest dreams and she does bad blood okay mm. bad blood was also fun and i'm not a big huge fan of that song um the the pyrotechnics were amazing that was- i got warm when <laughs> she set those off i was like god damn um <laughs> and i had a friend who was there the following night and she posted on her instagram story that she was up in the nosebleeds and she could feel the pyrotechnics yeah. i was like damn 
I wonder how hot it gets on the stage when they do those. Like, that's crazy. Oh. I guess it is pretty high up. It's probably closer to us. Yeah, I don't really know how all that works, but it's kind of cool. I mean, me either. I, I don't know how things work. <laughs> who who are um, we to say? Who are, who we, to are we to say? Comment on the pyrotechnics. <laughs> <laughs> Just a side note, I did, I had a meeting today with some of our interns at my job obviously why would I say at my job obviously well, for job. our listeners who don't know you know that you work and, I guess <laughs> and I've been trying to come up with questions to ask them every time we have a meeting to get them talking oh today they were like why does your voice sound like that and I was like oh it's at the Taylor Swift concert and they're like ask me about it and then I was like all right the question for the group today is what's everyone's favorite Taylor Swift song <laughs> and of I course mean, there was okay so the group's like four guys three girls and honestly I was getting responses but everyone was like well I don't really know but then one of the girls was like well I don't have a favorite song but my favorite album is 1989 and I was like that's a Swifty how could you pick one song right exactly you know when one of the songs they pick is like a single that she's had that's been popular that they're not a real Swifty like when we were asking our friends the guys okay what's your favorite Taylor Swift song and Andrew was like name some of them off for me. Like, what, how do they go? I'm like, no, immediately. Uh, no. But that's why, that's why Clay's a big actual fan because his favorite is too romantic. Right. He was like, that's a great running song. And he knew the words and he said, we should listen to mean. When- that was when I was like, Clay, did you want the invite to the, to the concert? <laughs> like in my head, I was like, you wanted the invite. That but- was actually such a great moment, just driving around the block, windows down, <laughs> screaming that song. That yeah, was that amazing. Was, that was a good moment. Another piece of advice that ties into the experience too, though, to really be in the moment. I think both of us were really in the moment. You really don't need to record the whole thing. Like, Yeah. So there was this girl right behind us who I told Morgan after the show, she recorded every song. She was literally standing there recording her every phone. song. Yeah. She actually had a portable charger plugged into her phone. That is an extra length that you went to to record this whole show. Maybe she was like live streaming it on YouTube or something, but I was just like, girl, she wasn't singing the lyrics. She was just mouthing the words. And I feel like this is not a fun experience for you. Right. Um, And like, I hate to say this. I I feel like this is going to come off rude. But like, my thought was just like, A, why wouldn't I just be in the moment and experience it with my own eyes? And I'm never going to be able to take a, as like decent of a video as everyone else. And the majority of the show is the same every night. And there are professional people who are recording the entire thing. So like, yeah. if I am really feeling like nostalgic for it, or like, I would really like to watch it again, I'm just going to go to YouTube. And like the videos that we did take, I enjoyed watching them and like being like, I was there and that was where we were in the stadium. But I didn't need a full song recorded. And like, I did two things that I really think we're good because I always take videos at concerts I don't yeah. like a whole song but I'll take like a video of a section that I like or if there's a cool thing on the stage that was definitely the biggest concert I've ever been to so it was a little different I really made an effort to not record when I was singing or if I knew I really liked this one verse of the song and I wanted to scream it I just put my phone down and was enjoying the yeah. moment not that when I'm taking a video I'm out of the moment because I feel like I've kind of mastered that balance but Still, I really wasn't like, I need to record every song. There's some songs I don't have any video of, and that's fine by me. Yeah. Plus, I I also hate when people record videos of themselves singing the lyrics. There were a ton of people doing that. Yeah. 
I get maybe for one thing, but like, I was like, I see, like, like, they were definitely high schoolers. They're definitely posting that on Snapchat. And it's like, are you going to rewatch it? I don't know. Yeah, that's interesting. While you're there, if you take one moment, if there's a song you really, really love, just to really watch the stage and look around. Not just look at Taylor, look at the whole concert and just be like, how are there so many people here? And so yeah. many people who are enjoying this in the same way that I do. I think that was just really special. I think too, with the bracelets, there's just anywhere you look, there's a pattern of lights on like the crowd or the screen right. or the stage, the dancers, the dancers were so good. As oh, a yeah, former were- dancer, I was like, oh my God. That, that was, was really crazy. great. Yeah. But even when there were no dancers on stage and she was by herself, I don't understand how she has such a presence. That was a big ass stage. And she exuded enough confidence to just rock it a lot of the times, just walking out there. I love that everybody has been asking about it. It's like actually become a personality trait, I swear. I would agree. I think it was really fun when we were walking around Pittsburgh the next day and it's even funnier because you weren't wearing merch. You were wearing a shirt that you got on Etsy, which as we've said is way cuter, way cuter than the merch. But like literally every store, every coffee shop we went into, people were like, oh, did you guys go? Well, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And then we ran into people who were going on Saturday night. It's just a great overall vibe. Like, I think that's something too, that is like special about it is because how many artists are going and doing multiple nights in the same city? I was talking to someone today. He was like, apparently after this whole tour is said and done, it could have generated up to 2% of the GDP for the year. Which, wow. When you take into consideration, she's playing two to three nights in all these cities. People are buying flights, hotels, going out to eat, all the merch, all the things people are spending money on. Gas, yeah. The first concert was March and she's touring until August. So that's like, five months i was thinking about something else another piece of advice i would give and this is going to be highly controversial because i feel like a lot of people were doing this in pittsburgh and i know they have been in other cities but don't buy merch at the show it's literally all online and yeah i don't know if it's the exact same but it's pretty close if not obviously concert merch is expensive like i think i paid like 55 dollars for this john mayer t-shirt but I can't believe you're saying that in your Taylor Swift episode. That is like, that is, that is, that is the craziest part. That's the craziest thing you could say. I know. I I feel like now that I'm recording, I need to stand up and show them what the shirt looks like. (laughs) Part of the reason I got it is because it's just so campy. Like, it's just so weird. I I guess I didn't put together that he (laughs) is also wearing a large shirt and performing in front of it. Is that supposed to be him? I I think this is supposed to be him. And then this is like, like, it's just like Johnception. I don't know what's going on. It literally, wait, I've got to move my hair. It says, I I got got a big shirt at John Mayer tour 2023. So I guess I better say this now before Speak Now comes out because then I can't really, you know, speak that name. (laughs) Let's talk about some of our favorite outfits that we saw on other people at the show. Because I think everyone was really dressed to the nines. And we just kept saying, wow, that's so creative. Like, we were just like, wow, that's so clever. I know. And I felt bad because I kept quoting the TikTok where it's like, everybody's so creative, which is kind of sarcastic. But like, like, people were so creative. I guess I didn't realize how many people would wear the Miss Americana and the heartbreak stuff. But I loved that. 
Yeah, we saw several men wearing the Heartbreak Prince outfits. We saw a couple PhD Taylor Swifts in their cap and gown. I was like, you go ahead and flex on us. (laughs) I appreciate that. Everyone's hairdos were really cool. Like we both definitely went with the naturally curly hair. And I'm I'm glad I didn't like put a lot of effort into my hair because I was sweating in the cowboy hat. Like I was I was really sweating. But a lot of people had slicked back hair with gemstones in it. Yeah. I was very impressed by the effort that was put in in that regard. Yeah. I liked to see people's homemade stuff. Like those girls who were wearing those pajamas. Yeah. That were Midnight's themed. I thought that was really cute. And I was like, shout out to you because it's cute and comfortable. And yeah, I love it. was really smart. I, I think that was super smart. We saw a couple people with the Willow Kates. I liked those. But I was like, aren't you warm? But by the end of the night, they were probably like, this is nice for being like outside. Yeah, I was a little bit chilly by the end of the night. But I was just so euphoric that it didn't matter in any other situation I probably would be chilly but right now my soul has transcended out of my body so it's really okay every young young girl that was there was dressed adorably like anyone who was like under the age of 10 that was at the concert just was adorable that was really fun to see girls that young there like because that's like when we started listening to it and now we're old we're not I guess not I have to stop saying that. <laughs> and now we're old. They get kind of the best. If that was their first Taylor Swift concert, like. It could be their first you, concert. How do you go up from there though? Like how know. do you just see anything better than seeing all of Taylor's eras in one show? You just know. like can't. It's going to set the bar impossibly high for their concert experiences. <laughs> there was this one mom who was wearing all pink. She looked great. And then she had her little boy who was probably like five years old. He had a clear backpack full of friendship bracelets and he was walking up to the staff, the people handing out the wristbands and doing the tickets and giving them to them. And I was like, that is the cutest thing I've ever seen. That was really cute. I just thought it was so nice how all of the staff working was also extremely excited about the show. Like you saw people sharing bracelets with the staff. They were in such a good mood and so oh, yeah. eager to be there. I just thought that was really nice as well. Yeah, and like the one lady who took a picture for us and gave us friendship bracelets, like that was just so kind. And I also think this was the safest I've ever felt in a crowd that big. Ooh. No one was trying to steal shit. No one was trying to be creepy. Everyone was just happy to be there and enjoying everything. And also it was 95% women. So I think that's right. partially why. I, <laughs> I also thought of two more outfits I really loved because I love that a lot of dads were wearing Taylor Swift related shirts. Like a lot of them were like, yes. Swifties are dads too. Or dads are Swifties too. Or like whatever. But then I'm not sure where I can purchase this, but I need to. And it was like, Taylor's Yinzer era. <laughs> and I was like, I need to buy that. I, I love that they gonna... bought it prior to the concert. Like, <laughs> I thought you were going to say the guy we saw outside who was tailgating, and he was definitely a dad because he was with like his girls. Oh, yeah. His shirt said, hashtag pray for John. Not yeah. once, like seven In times. <laughs> In pink it was giving letters. like free Britney, but like pray for John. It was great. It was really good. It was good. I was impressed. We also saw a dad when we were waiting in line that was dressed in the You Belong With Me outfit. Like, oh my God. The shirt and the pajama pants. I was like, I love it. I love that everyone understood the assignment. There was not one person in that stadium 
who was out of character as far as what they were wearing. Even people who were really casual and were wearing a flannel. Everybody had something and that is just not normal for a concert. And there you have it, my friends. That is our full reflection on the truly life-changing experience that is Taylor Swift, the Eras Tour. I just want to give a little shout out to Morgan because not only is she my best friend, but she also just has one of the most contagious energies and laughs to be around. And I feel like every time I have her on the podcast, every both time, but this one kind of felt like two separate because we had the before recording and the after recording. She just makes it so much fun. And I think you can really hear that during our conversation, just how many things made us laugh, whether it was us being completely stupid the day after because we were exhausted or just having fun with it and kind of giving our real opinions on some Taylor Swift songs. I'm so grateful that she was on the podcast again because it feels like a callback to the earlier days of gumption. For all my Swifties here listening to the podcast, send this to another Swiftie or a Swiftie friend group if you really want to one-up me that you think would like this episode and anyone you know going to the international tour. Let's make sure we can get this episode to them so that they can hear. And last but not least, don't forget to follow us on Instagram at gumptionpod for all the latest updates on episodes, guests, and upcoming events, giveaways, etc. Anything fun is going to be on there. I love you guys so much. Bye!